At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone but not just anyone alma is there to help you find the right fit visit helloalma.com therapy 30 to schedule a free consultation today that's helloalma.com therapy 30 this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, and Hawks are with you on a Wednesday, presented as always by BetMGM. The voice there of our next guest, Ben Brown of Pro Football Focus. Yeah, talking about Juju last week, who ended up one catch for seven yards, only one target in the AFC Championship game, won by the Kansas State Chiefs. We'll get to Ben here in a minute. Um, and and the props, I mean, I, really, that's for the story, the, the next couple of weeks. Joe, I think it's easier, and we'll get to Ben in a second. It's going to be easier, I think, to handicap the Eagles weapons and the game well thing's a little bit tricky but the Chiefs weapons I don't know I mean other than Kelsey good and Pacheco now who's playing a big role but the pass game you tell me who's going to make the catches I have no idea Sky Moore Valdez Scantling I don't know where Mahomes is going with the ball it doesn't really matter he's going to complete passes yeah, that that really does seem to be a guessing game, and you're right. What, what are the old standbys in the, in that Chiefs offense? MVS is he had the massive performance in the title game. So is he going to do that again, or is the smart move to go elsewhere? How, how are they going to ride the hot hand? Are they going to try? It? But the Eagles know that stuff too, and we know how talented that secondary is. So it's not like they aren't right. going to game plan for him. And that matchup's going to be fascinating because the Eagles have allowed like 170 yards passing per game all year, but they've, they've never faced a quarterback like this. So that that's going to be great. Let's talk about all of it with Ben Brown of Pro Football Focus on the ByThePhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in their bedroom. Visit ByThePhoenix.com to learn more. Ben, let's start there as we handicap Super Bowl 57. Eagles pass defense against Patrick Mahomes in the Chiefs passing game. Who has the advantage? I mean, almost any time I ask you this, I think you would just reflexively say Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, do they in this matchup? Yeah, I would say probably not, actually. I do think the, the, the way in which the Eagles are constructed, especially in the secondary, like they very much can go one-on-one and, and kind of go toe-to-toe, I would say, with like the best receivers in football. And I think that that kind of allows them to hone in on where the Chiefs have actually been really successful. And that's obviously, you know, Travis Kelsey operating somewhat over the middle and, and then the running backs kind of coming out of the backfield and some flare routes and other things. So I think given the the injury situation with the Chiefs, uh, you know, wide receiver unit and the fact that we, you know, might not have, you know, a, a full complement of options for them available, like they're going to be trying to note Justin Watson, you know, who, who was inactive last week, partially because of sickness for, you know, 70 plus percent of, you know, pass routes. And I think that that's, you know, even with Patrick Mahomes, 
you know, still very much an advantage for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think that's only going to be exasperated if Mahomes is, you know, somewhat immobile once again and probably not able to buy time in the pocket or outside of the pocket for some of these guys to break wide open and gain some of that separation. So without that additional, you know, time to throw element from Patrick Mahomes, you know, this is very much, I would say, a one-sided matchup in the Eagles' favor. Like a lot of these matchups, I think, are, you know, coming up for the Super Bowl. Let's talk a little bit about game script because uh, that will uh, lead you to the lead you to uh, whatever side you want to do with uh, focusing on some of these player props, and uh, you you just it's some people don't want to hear it, but it's part of the Eagles' story, the strength of schedule, the lack of high end quarterbacks uh, that they face this year. And we we're just taking a look at last year and early on when they faced Kansas City, how that was a shootout and Jalen Hurts ended up throwing the football 48 times. And then then they started to change things up, right? Uh, they became more of a, a run-heavy offense. And then you play a talented quarterback like Justin Herbert in the middle of the year, and they decided to run the ball. And no, nothing like that game script against Mahomes. What are you expecting here from the Eagles' perspective? Are they going to stick with the run-heavy play that we've seen and try to limit the possessions – for Mahomes and company, or are uh, are they going to have to try to keep up a little bit and uh, and move the ball through the air? Yeah, I, I think they very much are probably going to stick to the running game plan. They have been, you know, I would say the best EPA generation team from a scripted play perspective on run plays so far this season, and it's and it's not really that close, right? So that kind of has been their bread and butter. And, and I also think like the matchup considerations, especially you know along the offensive line definitely tilt in the Eagles direction when they are going to be rushing the football. Like, you know, guys like Lane Johnson, you know, are very much kind of going to have their way in establishing, you know, the edge with against George Kalafkis. And I think that, you know, similarly, you know, with Frank Clark, I would say kind of grading out somewhat poorly from a run defense perspective. Like if the Eagles can kind of win that, win those matchups early on, they're going to have a pretty easy time. I would say efficiently moving the football down the field. And when they do that, they're going to be up early. And then when that happens, like the Eagles are very much, you you know, probably the best team in football, especially when playing with that lead and kind of being able to play that bully ball type, you know, approach that we've seen them have so much success over the last couple of weeks. So I don't think you change it. And I don't think you want to go, you know, in the chiefs direction and kind of make this a shootout type game where you're trying to, you know, beat Patrick Mahomes in the way in which he's actually best. So I think in some ways it's, it's about limiting the number of possessions, but I also think that, you know, given the matchups that the, you know, the Eagles have offensively and the number of different looks they can give you from the running back position, along with Jalen hurts, like they are going to be at their best, running the football, which is weird for, weird for me to say, but uh, uh, very much like the lean that I have in that direction. Then when they do jump out early, like uh, I do think they have enough defensively to potentially hold off Patrick Mahomes. So uh, I think that's kind of how I see the initial game playing out. And kind of like you said, Joe, like that very much, I would say, dictates, you know, the approach from a player props perspective as well for this matchup. I don't see any juju props listed yet, Ben. <laughs> Um, but speaking of matchups, I want to talk about Darius Slay. What are you expecting from him? I'm seeing tackles and assists at three and a half. Yeah, that's a, it is an interesting one. And, it, it, you know, I think we see the majority of snaps against a guy like Marcus Valdez Scantling in that one. Um, you know, like kind of like you said, if, if he was facing off against Juju Smith-Schuster, he probably won't have enough opportunities to make tackles against Juju with the amount of volume he's actually getting at the wide receiver position for, you know, targets and those sorts of things. So I think if it's Valdez Scantling, we could see him potentially get 
uh, get over that number, but uh, I do think we're going to see a high degree of quick passes and those sorts of things for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's very much how they're going to have to attack. Um, you know, the Eagles, uh, you know, coverage situation probably more so underneath. And I do think, you know, some of that spreading the spreading the team out probably will lead to a few more, you know, tackles from the cornerback position. So I, I think if you're leading in any one direction, I probably would go slay over tackles in that scenario. But uh, kind of like you said, like I'm I'm waiting uh, with my breath held for these Juju Smith-Schuster props to finally release because I don't I know. know if there's going to be a number low enough for me to uh, not take under, I would say for sure. So. And, um, you know, it, obviously this will affect props. It'll affect touchdown props, how many people bet, how, how willing you are to do that. But what's your first thought on the total on this game? So we opened over 50. We came back to 49 and a half at BetMGM. Now we're sitting at 50 at BetMGM. Obviously there's a an X factor here, and that's the health of both quarterbacks. I think the two weeks will help them both immensely. And Jalen Hurts looked his best after the bye week before the playoffs and then having to play a game right after that against the Niners – he didn't look right throwing the ball. So I, I would think a week helps him, extra week. But what do you think? Uh, two dynamic offenses, but obviously, yeah, the Eagles defense is really good. 50 is the total right now at MGM. Where are you leaning? Yeah, I am leaning just a little bit on the under. I think I was probably more bullish on it to start the week. I also like... I also think I like a lot more the first half under, especially if you can still find it around like 24. Um, I think DraftKings initially opened that at 24 and a half, which I thought was way too high and kind of, you know, right above that key number 24. Um, Now where it's currently at, uh, I do still lean probably under on the first half. A lot of the stuff that, you know, we do from PFF's perspective is essentially right in line with the betting market. So I don't strong uh lean on that i do think some of you know kind of like you said like the player props specifically do seem to maybe even gravitate a little bit more towards a higher total than what even is being offered in the game market right now with some of the you know anytime touchdown numbers and stuff i would say uh you know probably probably pretty heavily priced for people to actually bet those and not get a ton of value on them so i'm not seeing like a ton of value on the anytime touchdown props partially because i'm you know more so on the under um, than the over in this matchup, but uh, I don't think it's a really strong lean, but I definitely think we see kind of a, you know, a, a feel out phase between both these teams and very much trying to understand, you know, just how healthy both quarterbacks are kind of like you mentioned. So, so what do you think that uh, little tug of war is going to be like over the next 11 days with the point spread? We start off with the odds makers saying, look, the Chiefs should be favored, you know, Circa, for example, put it as high as minus two and a half to going over through the zero to minus two and a half. And we know it's we're not the rookie number three yet, but it's, it's notable that they were getting bets from sharper players that were like, no, the, your guys are wrong. The Eagles should be favored. And the numbers come down a little bit. So a little bit coming in on the KC side, uh, one and a half at most spots. What do you think about this early line movement and what direction will we be uh, headed? Yeah, I think we're probably going to head back into the Chiefs' direction, as you know, based somewhat on where we where we ended up with the movement last week against the Cincinnati Bengals, and this in, in a lot of ways seeming to kind of follow that same trend. Um, it, it does seem like a lot of the injury news that we're waiting on is very much on the Kansas City Chiefs' side. So if any of the you know the wide receiver injuries kind of fall favorably, we could see another you know half point to full point movement just based on the fact that these numbers aren't you know worth a whole lot right around the zero right now but i, I think we've probably seen the, the 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 highest spread in the eagles direction right now so i do think we could kind of come back and at least 
come close to where we were, um, you know, on the initial opening um, as we move closer to game time and some of those limits increase late and stuff like that. So I wouldn't be surprised if we, you know, see another point to maybe even like a two-point movement with the Chiefs potentially being favored at, you know, minus one uh, kind of as we move towards kickoff. But I, I think if that happens, you know, I, I would I would still very much think that the, you know, the side that I very much want to be on is going to be Philadelphia in that case as well. We've seen Eagles' first half be quite profitable. I know Brad Spielberger called it a system play. I'm seeing minus half a point for the Eagles um, is plus 105 if you shop around. Would that interest you? Yeah, that would that would very much interest me. I think, you know, <laughs> the, the Chiefs have been very good on a scripted play set as well, but, like, the Eagles have one of, if not the best defense on some of those scripted play uh, setups. So I think it's very much a strength versus strength matchup. Um, you know, a lot of it's going to dictate who actually gets the opening kickoff in this matchup and how successful they are. But uh, I, I think even if Kansas City lands, you know, lands heads or lands tails or whatever and does get the opening kickoff, basically, I do think that, you know, the the, the extent with which they're going to be successful is probably going to be a field goal type drive in that scenario. So the Eagles are going to have opportunities. I, I think if you definitely buy into them on, you know, the, the full game spread, knowing that they probably have to play from behind and you're getting a lot better number on the first half spread probably makes a lot of sense from my perspective and and would probably be an even better bet i would say than you know laying it full game with philadelphia right now so ben uh you mentioned you're probably gonna get some buyback on the chiefs we could come back closer to, to the to the middle here forgetting that forgetting where the spread is right now if you were setting the line in this game sunday night someone said ben brown you have to set the line for for every book out there what would you have set the line at? Who do you think should be the favorite on a neutral field in, in 11 days? Yeah, so I did say this Sunday and I said, you know, not really not really trying to handicap the injury news or situation for either quarterback. I would probably have the Chiefs at, at minus two to minus two and a half, which I think is, you know, pretty much where Circa had opened at um, and got some initial buyback. So I, I probably would have been wrong with them. But I, I do think given, you know, fully healthy considerations for both sides, you know, still with Patch Mahomes like that, that would be the direction that I'd probably lean at least from a spread perspective to try and get, you know, some balanced action. But uh, I might also be like a little biased because I do think like I would be betting Philadelphia at that number. Um, and I do very much like want to kind of try to find a spread where I can actually get involved with them as well. With the uh, Brady news this morning, we decided to do a, a top five on uh all-time quarterbacks, of course, and we know where that list starts. But um, two of us, myself and Joe G, decided to put Pat Mahomes in the top five because we know where this is headed. Would you put Patrick Mahomes right now uh, top top five? Yeah, I think if it's if the exercise is like projecting out where we expect him to land, like I, I very much don't have a problem with him even being you know, close to that top three, top four number, you, you're very much in the top five right now. I think if it's, you know, what have, what have they accomplished so far? There's obviously going to be considerations for other people, but his trajectory mm -hmm. right now, especially kind of getting through Cincinnati, you know, not having Tyree kill very much seeming like he can kind of do it with a hodgepodge of, of receiving options, basically like, like he's going to be here for the next five or 10 years. And I think once that happens, like, in this era, especially, like he very much belongs in that discussion and could very much, I would say, land, you know, as high as everyone's kind of projecting him to be right now, I would say.
Ben, we always appreciate hopping on uh, the bythephoenix.com guest line. We appreciate it and, and uh, enjoy next week. And we'll talk again as we get closer to Scribble. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit bythephoenix.com to learn more. Yeah, Mahomes, top five guy. He'll be there if he's not already. Coming up on the other side, let's dive into some college hoops. NBA, we had triple doubles last night. We had a crazy beat in the NBA on one prop that I saw out there. And the College Hoops set continues with good games tonight. We'll talk about it all on the BetQL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.